Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. The world's just changed so radically, and we're all running to catch up. How can we possibly have the slightest idea of what to expect? With the best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. Dr. Malcolm, I have to share a few campfire stories with my uncle. You can convince the Washington Post and the Skeptical Inquirer of whatever you want. But I was there, I know what happened, and so do you. I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Hello, welcome to episode 47 of Jurassic Minutes, the Jurassic June slash SDCC edition. We're a little bit late uh, due to some issues, but uh, we're here to discuss some movie, toy, and franchise news to the Jurassic series. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And on this episode, we're going to be discussing uh, Jurassic June, of course. Uh, Mattel Creations has uh, swung for the fences in more ways than one with uh, their new uh, crowdfunding campaign. And we got some uh, SDCC stuff, exclusives that have been revealed at the start of this month. So stay tuned for all that and more. But first, David, uh, we're going to have a look at some recent toy and prop purchases. Uh, I'm going to go first because one of yours is going to lead into another discussion we're going to have. Uh, but quickly, mm-hmm. um, went into my local Target and found the Lego Trike and Nedry sets, the new 30th anniversary Lego sets, only because they were on 30% clearance already <laughs> they'll just have nice. a lego sale so that was 60 dollars was a lot better price than 80 so or 90 whatever it was lego's gotten so expensive since i was a kid yeah unfortunately they were the only two sets there they didn't have the brachiosaur or the visitor center which the only way i was going to buy them is if they were on the 30 percent off as well but uh going into that same store today and there was nothing so i think i've missed <laughs> The, the release for the Lego sets here that's already shipper sailed, unfortunately. Uh, got some vintage JP stuff, some of the old sticker sheets, pencil case, uh, and the Lost World uh, activity book, which is great to add to the collection. Picked up the Legacy Raptor Cage and Muldoon. Again, looks fantastic. Uh, unfortunately, I only had one there, so I couldn't get multiples. And I don't know if I've discussed it before, but I picked up the Hammond Collection Triceratops as well, which... We know it had its issues. Uh, the new Triceratops, which we're not talking about tonight, it's about to come out. I think it looks a little bit better, minus the articulation, but uh, I don't think you can have too many Triceratops on your shelf either. So uh, that's that's a little bit of what my collecting's been for the month of June and half of July. Uh, David, how have you been going on the collecting market? So as you guys may have heard or not have heard, I... And with this will kind of transition to some of the our next discussion. I went after some props that was unfortunately not fruitful. But as a consolation prize, I actually ended up finally finding um, the identification of Alan Grant's hat for Dominion. And it turns out it is the Chepso Trilby by Lock & Co. of London. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and ordered that. Myself, <laughs> and I got it in hand. The felt is very soft, the um, but like not too flimsy. The got a, like a nice shape to it. It's a nice hat. I've worn it out already a few times. Mm, nice. And just to 
We're going to be talking about the uh, the prop store auction that happened in June. Um, Sam Neill had a lot of his Dominion outfit there for uh, for auction for um, uh, fundraise charity. He had it rest, uh, advertised auctioned it off for charity. Um, did, were you aware of the the type make and model of that hat before it came up on auction? Or was it its listing in the auction that uh, sort of informed you of what what the model hat was? Type of hat was. Um, yes and no. The auction pictures definitely helped with the identification, but going like I made the ID actually before the auction started. So the I mean like it was maybe a couple of weeks before the auction started, but the auction pictures went up before the auction started, which was what helped get the ID. Okay. I suppose, too, just looking at the auction listing here now for Sam Neill's hat, uh, basically just Owen Grant's hat from Dominion. That's that's the only information they give. They don't give same with the boots, same with the shirt. You don't actually get a uh, uh, the company and designer or anything that for the gear, which... And I noticed, interestingly, that besides, of course, the artificial um, dirt and dust that in fading they added to the hat to make it look old and worn, but... They also removed the tag to the um, to the to lock and co in the middle inside the hat and replaced the band entirely in the inside band entirely because the inside band has the lock and co logo printed on, onto it. So it was like I'm not sure if they were officially condoned by lock and co to use this hat in the costuming or not. And it was kind of a more of a forgiveness for over permission kind of thing where if lock and co recognized the hat they could they're kind of already covered because they've already removed any logos mm -hmm. and anything any kind of like identifying marks of course they didn't uh change the outside of it too much besides the artificial dirt and aging so <laughs> it's still recognizable as the chips or trilby mm. it's weird too because Dirtying the hat up, dirtying the prop up for Grant to have throughout the film, where you'd think it'd be the the Montana or wherever he was in the dig uh, hat, mm -hmm. and then once he goes away with Ellie, he has a different hat that's a sort of not just stepping out hat, but one that hasn't been worn <laughs> in the field. Much like Jurassic Park, he had two completely different hats in that movie. No, they're pretty sure they're the same hat. Oh, didn't he? I thought he had something weird. I thought he had like a sun hat or something. Like no, a... he changes his shirt though. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I suppose if you're going to keep save the hat, <laughs> there's a reason why you're <laughs> saving the hat. <laughs> so, um, well, I oh. we speculated, I think, when Dominion was first coming out and we got the pictures of the hat from the customer, and we're like, is that supposed to be the same hat from three? And it turns out, I it, they never mentioned it in story, but. I kind of like to think that it's the same hat, just with the a uh, new band. Well, it's the whole reason we had to have Billy come back to to hand that hat back to him. And th there's no reason why a hat wouldn't last that long. I've I've got some uh, Kubras and that that are just as old um, as that too. But oh, of course. I mean, you treat a hat right, and it's gonna last. It'll outlast you. Hmm. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I, uh, my cousin and I each have a hat that had once belonged to our grandfather, so... Oh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. 
Well, and there's reasons why you can still buy World War Two hats and that the mm-hmm. at auctions or eBay or wherever. That's the uh, same thing. Might not have been looked after during the war, but afterwards they've been packed away and uh, kept in good 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 condition. But um, basically, looking at the auction on the whole, <laughs> as you said earlier, you were looking for a couple of pieces. I was looking at those pieces too and stepped back to uh, you had a budget you wanted to go to. Uh, what have we got? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Well, we'll start with the, the Grant, Grant Samuel had his Dominion stuff. He had his hat, boots, uh, shirt, parka, or jacket, and his uh, handkerchief around the neck that all, all sold. Uh, just over $260,000 for his uh, charity that he, he auctioned them off for, which is a great sign. I'd, I'd wonder if the same person bid on all this <laughs> just to have the outfit. I don't know. Yeah. There's some definitely some people with deep pockets bidding on these items. Yeah, like the hat. The hat itself went to hundred and twelve thousand, uh, which iconic something like the hat you would understand. Mm-hmm. Seventeen thousand for his boots is a weird one because they are Dominion boots, aren't they? It doesn't say whether it's at all Jurassic Park, but I was guessing they're Dominion. Yeah, it says Jurassic Park from nineteen ninety three, and oh, it does it match. Does yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I would have thought that would have been just. More nostalgia, more age. Jurassic Park being around for as much, uh, I would have expected that to sort of fetch a higher price being original to mm-hmm. compared to something from Dominion. But again, whoever bid on it, bid on it, they've won it, and uh, hopefully they're happy about it. A um, couple of the early pieces, again, I reckon there's a Jurassic mm-hmm. Park brochure in every <laughs> in every auction that comes up. It going for seven and a half thousand dollars is really insane to me <laughs> yeah especially you can go to ebay and yeah you're not getting a rep like the official one they done for production but surely they've got to be running out of how many they done for production for these things to keep on coming <laughs> up yeah i was gonna say the same thing but again i mean they had quite a lot of them that grant knocked off that box of flares in the explorer probably what a couple dozen and the dirty ones that we see covering mud in the movie do sell as well. So there's definitely plenty of these hanging around out there. The the, mud, the ones in mud amaze me. Just someone didn't just pick that up with a shovel and throw straight in the dumpsters. Like someone actually, they've been sitting uh, apart so they haven't all stuck together when they've started to dry back out again. And <laughs> again, in a time before props were taking stuff off set and that was a big thing really um even back then i mean cast and crew are notorious for simply uh fingering props and them never being seen again <laughs> <laughs> yeah um recently seen something with arnold schwarzenegger behind the scenes thing and his office in he's got he's got his batman uh mr freeze costume there and a heap of the cone sort of heap of stuff there which i'm sure he's just no i'm taking this <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. well i mean even like small things like you'll see him pop up from time to time it'll be like a swatch of such and such as costume piece like this is somebody who obviously stole it out of wardrobe and cut it up for two pieces <laughs> and then said they thought they tried to sell the pieces for a bigger profit. And I'm like, why would you do that? It's worth more put together. Uh, yes. Um, one of the other items here that went up for sale too was the 
I've seen this at auction before. It's sort of bank radios that was in the garage from Jurassic World. Oh, no, this is Jurassic Park walkie-talkies. Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of Alan Grant's wardrobe, funny enough, I was browsing around this um, men's fashion blog called uh, BAMP Style, which is bad as MFR <laughs> style. Um, and on their Alan Grant article, they ended up linking to Jurassicopedia's costume uh, guide. Oh, nice. I'm like, oh, that's random. Cool. Yeah. Somebody linked back to us. <laughs> Did they acknowledge it or just it was just in the link? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They mentioned us several times in the article. Oh, fantastic. That's, yeah, that's different. Normally it's just, I'll just take the link and not mention you at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> as a reference point, but, yeah. Um, and then we got the other two items, oh, lot 945 and 946. Um, unfortunately, with pre-bidding, the reserves, the estimates had already been passed before the they'd come up for auction. Uh, there was a pair of two storyboard production binders with production paperwork for Jurassic Park, which, of course, went up well over the estimate of five grand to 15000 was the winning bid. Oh. Uh, and that was foreshadowing what was about to happen next with the Lost World uh, set of three binders of storyboards and reference images with production paperwork, which possibly could have been one hell of a... Uh, researching tool behind the scenes thing mm. for the lost world just unfortunately when they take the photos for these lots you just get sort of exterior binder shots they never opened it up we never got to see what the production paperwork what the folders the photos all that sort of stuff was uh, apart from a couple of location shots they did have like one photo of them the greens one that they had opened up and same with like they only had like two or three of the um of the location scout photos that they actually shared and i'm like whoever bought this you got deep pockets or if you know who bought them pressure them we need those photos of this fandom yeah just These are valuable assets to everybody that everybody has in the world has the right to see <laughs> Yeah, just just as a guide too, like the Jurassic Park stuff, which you'd think be more popular, more sought after, uh, had an estimate between two and a half grand and five, and went for fifteen. The estimate for the Lost World stuff was only one to two thousand, which had certainly had you had me thinking that maybe this was in the the market of a fan, but uh, it, bidding went up to just over sixteen thousand dollars for those Lost World yeah, ones, which <laughs> went past my budget, went past your budget. Way past. I think I capped out after eight thousand, and I'm just like, I can't even justify asking people to crowdfund this. This is way too much. <laughs> yeah, and that's without the buyer's premium too. You bit of win, uh, yeah, auction premium. You got to pay on top of it in the fees. So mm -hmm. that's a shame. Going for that price, I hope. I, I don't know if that went to a fan or not. It, it seems I don't know. There may be fans out there that have got. 16 grand or, or with the premium probably 18 19 grand um in their pockets to be able to purchase that i really hope a fan did get it so it hasn't just gone into someone's collection where it's never going to be seen again because mm -hmm. again some of the stuff that in that like we could we could have we could have photos set photos building construction photos of the worker village we could have anything in there mm -hmm. um yeah yeah <laughs> That's my biggest fear, too, is that these will disappear down a black hole and never be seen again, ever. And 
My biggest fear even after that is that these people, their kids, when they're clearing out the garage, are going to be this and just toss in the garbage. Which I'm and sure has happened a lot. lost forever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's yeah there's a lot of movies, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that's had exactly that issue where it's been stored, kept. Uh, it turned up in the auction like this shows that the stuff's still out there. But uh, mm-hmm. and hope, uh, I'd say hopefully if this sort of stuff getting these prices, maybe more people that know they got that stuff would bring it out to auction as well. But um, but as another comparison too, a few uh, listings before this. Um, there was a set of folders identical for Independence Day, which again, all your production, all your design sketches, all that sort of stuff, and it went for twelve hundred bucks. So, I, I probably wouldn't put Independence Day on the same pedestal as Jurassic, but it is a favourite of mine from back in the day because I was at the right age for that. But it's just interesting how some stuff, yeah, sells sells for a lot and doesn't sell for much. But then also we thought, well, if we don't get that, there's always the last of the Jurassic items up for auction, which was a pair of the original Velociraptor footmakers making the footprints, which only had an 800 to 1600 estimate on two. Which beauty, we'll get them. Nope, <laughs> seven and a half thousand. <laughs> yeah, that was another one that I ended up bidding on, and my limit ended up was like 5500, <laughs> and yeah. I, that one was basically kind of just like a personal prize. I wouldn't be able to justify asking the fan to crowdfund that for me. Well, so, again, you, you've got yeah. the you've got an animatronic eye. What better thing else would have would be the 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 thing that they use to put the the imprints the footprints in the sand. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was even prepared to go looking for like an old uh, some shoe displays <laughs> for this, but oh well. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's a shame, but as you said earlier, uh, without being able to purchase any of these wonderful items, you just went out and bought uh, <laughs> bought what the hat is anyway, without uh, all the dust and dirt mm-hmm. on it, which wouldn't be hard to dirty up if you if you wanted to. So no, not at all. So that's that's uh, the prop store stuff. Uh, sort of, we um and are about talking too much about what's upcoming prop store prop stuff, prop auctions, and that just. <laughs> If people know if stuff's in auctions, they're going to bid on it anyway, so it's not really creating competition. But um, mm. yeah, it's a, it's a pain. Woo! Hey, where did you find this? It walks under my seat. Are they heavy? Yeah. Then they're expensive. Put them back. Another pain before we get to the news, uh, just on the socials. Um, I, if you listen to this, you, you're going to know what happened to Collect Jurassic on Facebook them getting nuked uh pd had the same thing happen uh Mar- february or march mm, well that was i think in february but no 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 that was last year that last it year was it yeah yes i don't think it was i can't remember what month it was but that happened last year okay yeah yeah just again uh, fans, fan communities, uh, fan outlets, fan creators, all that sort of stuff, relying on social media to get their content out there, um, advertised websites, that sort of thing, just to keep the discussion going. And when mm-hmm. when so social media platform does that, I know a lot of people have exited Twitter. Uh, I've been wanting to do the same, but because uh, the, the podcast 
notifications get posted up there. It's sort of the only reason I check in and make sure we haven't had any messages. Um, yeah, Collect Jurassic got nuked. They're back on Twitter again. And David, I noticed, because uh, I've been away for a week with no internet, get back and see the messages at uh, Pedia. Uh, now, the, the message boards went up, uh, come back to the Pedia website after that, that original nuking, but uh, now, now you're sort of directing... <laughs> directing fans to there instead of uh, the social media pages, I believe. Yes. Well, what happened to us is, for no, with no explanation whatsoever, Instagram and, in turn, our Threads account, like three days after it was made, both were nuked by Meta. And we don't know why. We've made an appeal. We don't expect anything back from, from it because that was basically useless. Mm. And... I mean, it was devastating to wake up in the um, in and what was it like? Mon- I think it was Monday morning that it happened. It would have been, I think, Monday the tenth. Yeah, morning. I wake up to news that, hey, surprise! Your uh, we decided we don't want your Instagram on there. Five thousand, fifty two hundred something followers. Poof. And what really hurt was. People liked what we did. When I joined Pedia up on Threads, we already had 150 people waiting to follow us. And I think by the third day, I mean, yeah, by the third day, we had over 200 already who had already signed up on Threads and was looking to follow us. And it's just, I'm not going to remake it. We're not deciding. We decided we're just going to cut our losses, say, screw you, Meta. We're going old school. Oh, everything always new again. <laughs> we prettied up the forum, and we basically decided that the only thing safe, the only safe place for a fan site these days, is to have their own site, basically, yeah. and not to depend on the whims of Meta or Twitter or any of those. Yeah, it's just it's a shame that um, even though yeah. As I said, Meta, but Instagram and all the others as well. It's I got I got a friend, a YouTube reviewer, and his um his account got hacked last week, and every time I open up the page, I took a screenshot of it because his account's been used to post uh, lewd photos of women in positions. I'll say, and I'll wipe my phone up, and that's right there with mentions or whatever they call it at the top of the screen on my app, and I, I screen capped it and. Um, posted on his personal account to say, hey, this is what's happening with your account. And turn around, I get, and then I get a violation to say you can't post that content on on Facebook. Well, mm-hmm. this account that's been hacked that you won't help him un- unlock or whatever is posting this shit every day. <laughs> but, yeah. That's it's a shame. That's a shame. And I don't know. I don't know what the... Well, yeah, going back to you, know, just having your own website... As you're doing, mm-hmm. um, yeah, com. Head over there. You still, and, uh, I think the discussion group's oh, still up, isn't it? So you still share some stuff there from the forum or to market um, it. In an effort to improve per, uh, performance on the forum, we've temporarily suspended the group for now. We're just trying to direct traffic to the forum right now. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Pick it up, pick it up. Facebook, social media, <laughs> and of course, Twitter's got their 
uh, BS going on, so we're kind of boycotting Twitter right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're just we're cutting out the social media crap. Mm. Yeah, I know a lot of that have either paused or archived their groups and that, just making the making their voices heard with their feet, with their keyboards, and and uh, and just mm-hmm. yeah, not not playing their game. So. Been right all the time. Let's talk about some fun stuff, some news. Uh, San Diego's just happened. There's been a couple of nice little reveals coming out of that. Uh, the first exclusive is a little tiny, teeny Steven Spielberg with director's camera. <laughs> Looking at these shots here, I should have got some better ones because I'm pretty sure the Dilophosaur and its stand doesn't come with this. It's just Spielberg. And the uh, and the camera, isn't it? It's Spielberg, the camera, and um, a Dilophosaurus with like the little animatronic pieces underneath oh, okay. it. Oh, yeah. and I think it comes with the director's chair too. Oh, the director's chair, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And of course, Dilophosaurus got the open and closed frill attachment. Um, mm-hmm. Great looking figure. Oh, that Dilophosaurus, I mean. <laughs> um, and a little Spielberg. There's been some uh, animations already with. Uh, him directing the the Nedry scene. Uh, I don't know how easy this is going to be to pick up. I haven't been able to get any of the SDCC exclusives that have come out so far. Uh, but for $30, I'm sure this is going to be grabbed pretty quickly. Yeah. I'm not going to pick this up just because I really have no need or desire for a Steven Spielberg action figure. <laughs> but <laughs> if there's a bargain for it, well... More power to them. I, I have I'm to... Sure, okay. I'm sure this will sell out just because of the exclusive nature of it. Um, SDCC exclusives usually do. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm just hoping there's a uh, there's a Spielberg reissue down the line for The Lost World. Whether it's, <laughs> whether it's the camera on a trackway on a bit of sand for the beach, Kathy's Beach. Or even just the the tent where the, the roundup sequence where he's sitting there with his fingers under his chin looking at the storyboards for the roundup that I've yeah. seen. <laughs> All he needs is a little tent, little hunter's tent, and uh, again his chair and a, a different take on the outfit. That's all you'd need. <laughs> uh, the other thing that come out SDCC, which uh, something from Matchbox, they've got a Jeep Ten with a little Malcolm in the back, a uh, little diorama box. Uh, sort of set up in front of the Trenosaur breakout area, the Trenosaur rest area. Um, I don't know if there's a price here. Do, 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 do. No. But something else from uh, from Matchbox. Yeah. Um, Glad I'd, to see they're finally getting back in the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if this is actual Matchbox scale or if it's a, some from one of their larger, larger figures. Yeah. Uh, Oh no, it says miniature feature. Yeah, it might be. It might be just a regular size Matchbox Jeep, uh, which is probably why the uh, the toolboxes in the back have been painted sand beige along with the rest of the vehicle instead of the brown brown colour. Fingers crossed that um, I'd hate to see what the eBay prices are on this. I haven't looked. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be insane. Uh, I've not been a serious Matchbox collector, so again, I probably won't go for this exactly. But I do like the execution of it. I, it would appear I have a Matchbox 
issue. Uh, I've been doing some cleaning up, cleaning up in my storage. Uh, my son, son's bedroom just got cleaned up. There's a there's a ten ten liter bucket, or we'll call it a five gallon bucket of Matchbox cars, the Jeeps, all the Jurassic World, the Unimogs, the the the, the tracked on the tracked on Rexes or whatever they're called. Um, I've been I've been collecting pretty much every time I see a Matchbox Jeep. <laughs> I've been buying one. Uh, and there's a shopping bag with about a dozen of them uh, still on card. Last weekend, <laughs> I went shopping and found uh, the new Gladiator from Dominion. So I picked up four of those as well. <laughs> so I need to stop with the Matchbox stuff. Uh, but that's that's 2 to $3 at my local store, not uh, possibly $20 being an SDC exclusive. So uh, I'll keep an eye out for it, but not something I have to go after. <laughs> I honestly have a similar problem with um, <clears throat> Hot Wheels. Yeah, yep. When I was a kid, I would just every time I go to the store, I'd just pick out a Hot Wheel, and it turns out that they accumulate pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> I came across. I've, I've forgotten that I had ended up keeping them all in a pillowcase. So up next, uh, this is from uh, Wow Wow Stuff Officials. Uh, Real FX dinosaur puppets. I think there's a blue for Dominion. Uh, there's a baby Trenosaur here, and the only reason I've included this in the news, David, will you get this and paint it green? Um, maybe. I'm kind of <laughs> hoping that they do their own version green, but it's pretty spot on for the baby T-Rex. It's very, very well done. Yeah. I mean, except for the colors, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many how many green trinosaurs have you got there before they finally made a heaven collection Maya, which we'll be talking about <laughs> shortly <laughs> true um, yeah it that the blue has also gone out gone on clearance at my local target so uh I would imagine I'll be able to get this for next to nothing eventually weird enough they have it in the female colors. But, and then they also have the yellow Jurassic Park logo, and it looks like the um, Isla Nublar island silhouette from the uh, from the brochure. Mm-hmm. But then the background is clearly meant to be evocative of the Lost World because it's like a pine forest on a grassy plain. Yeah. So there's kind of been, like mixed messages here. Like they really weren't sure which color they should go with and just played it safe. Yeah. I wonder if that means that's just, yeah, maybe they will be doing a, a male at some stage. Mm-hmm. Well, interestingly, the packaging here show is, is actually like really, really nostalgia. <laughs> it goes strong. It's got like the, the Jeep colors along the, ba- the bottom and then the top, the upper part is part of a, um, looks like it's the, um, uh, what is it? The Raptor cage ripped open, and they got the JP30 logo on there, and they got a kid on, on the front, and he's got a bandana on. It's like, <laughs> hey, can he can he pull back a little on the nineties? <laughs> <laughs> During most of your tour, the appropriate information will be automatically selected and displayed for you. Hey, look! Simply touch the area of the screen displaying the appropriate icon. Are we gonna hit that? Welcome to Jurassic Park. What do they got in there, King Kong? 
up next, this was part of Jurassic June. Uh, Mattel Creations had been hinting at possibly releasing a set of gates uh, for the longest time there. They've sort of thrown a couple more things out of Swifford as well. Uh, not only have they released or announced um, a crowdfunding campaign for a set of Jurassic Park gates which scale with the uh, with the legacy legacy figures? Hammond Collection figures. I suppose it's a bit of both, isn't it? Because we've got a mm-hmm. Hammond Collection Trenosaur here and then we've got the legacy uh, Tim and Lex that were in the kitchen sequence and the, uh, the breakout sequence as well too, weren't they? I'm pretty sure this is the same figures. It's just uh, Big Tim's a human piece of toast, and uh, we've got <laughs> we've, we've got Dirty Lex, which I can't see any green on a hat from the Brachiosaur snot, but I'm sure it's um, it's a dirty up version of Lex as well. But um, crowdfunded campaign, two hundred and fifty dollars for uh, for this. Unfortunately, uh, it had to reach five thousand backers for it to be available internationally, which Mm-hmm. was one issue and then there was the tiers that uh, come with it again 5,000 backers was tier 1 which was uh, motorised entrance gates and Ford Explorer so the gates are motorised they've got sounds light up effects the flames mm-hmm. uh, unlock number 2 is the uh, big piece of toast Tim um, with uh, two bits of fencing that go either side of the gates uh, we're going to talk about this in a minute. <laughs> uh, Unlock Free is the Hammond Collection Buck Tyrannosaurus Rex featured in the Lost World Jurassic Park. That's got to get to 8,000 backers. Uh, and then number four is um, a Lex figure with a removable goat leg, uh, which you can sit on top of your Explorer. And it's got to get to 10,000 backers. Now, I've refreshed this page a couple of times. I thought it would have been doing better than that, but uh, currently it's only got 1,300 backers. 27% funded with 11 days to go. I don't know if this is going to get funded. I really don't think so either, and it's been kind of a point of contention in the fandom at this point. I can see what they mean about... I can kind of see what they mean about the base being a little high for what you're getting, but at the same time, what you're getting is really, really cool. And the gates are going to be freaking huge. If anybody remembers the legacy brachiosaurus when they advertised it they advertised it with these gates and the gates were gigantic Mm. and i don't think people are understanding that the size complexity and all that going into the gates plus the car as well the car has been completely redecoed it's not just like they uh, slapped a number five on instead of the four on the jeep they added they added new details like the antennas. They re- completely retrofitted the inside. The tires are now rubber with the see-through. It's like they took the fan that the fandoms have been saying they wanted from the uh, original one, and then did it with this one. And honestly, I gotta say the fandoms being whiny. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it. We might get some haters, but hey, I mean. Come on, this is some really cool stuff, and I think we all know that if this doesn't get fended, Mattel's not going to give us another chance at this. Mm. This is going to be the crowdfund. If this doesn't work out, we're not getting a second crowdfund. They're not going to try it again. This did not come out strong out of the gate, which crowdfunds usually do, and it has not picked up. It is not really picked up at the end, as crowdfunds sometimes do. 
there's 11 days left, and honestly, I just I don't see it happening, and I don't see us getting a second chance at this. I think we might get the Bull T-Rex um, maybe down the road as a Hammond Collection repaint, but the question of whether the, re- the paint will be this good or not, mm. and also keep in mind that the head sculpt is completely new on this figure. They're, if They don't really show a good side of it on this crowdfund page, but somebody else posted a picture of the other side of the um, of the bull T-Rex, and it's got the scars are sculpted into the face. Yeah, it's not just the red paint. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just, maybe to make it more enticing, they could have combined one of the, like, tier one and two, so that you get the two enclosure fences with the gates, and then it would make uh, sense to display it to have to have the the gates and those fences either side of it. Um, exactly, yeah. I think that would be a little bit more enticing. Maybe but push, they may, haven't done that. Anymore. Yeah, it's it? maybe push the Tim, have the Tim and Lex with the goat leg as the last tier, just because we've sort of got got them, and I know customizers have probably already done that. Exactly, yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing because in that way the final tier kind of comes becomes accessory pack tier that is not necessary if it gets funded, but it'd be cool to have even if it did. Yeah. And that would kind of push the buck to six thousand backers instead of eight thousand, which is much more uh, I think much more realistic of expectations. Yeah. Well, yeah. Touching on the Explorer, that's the, like that's the best Explorer we've we've ever got. It looks fantastic. Um, yeah. That's that's a real shame that we might not get it in hand. Uh, I should mention too, there's also six uh, animal enclosure signs. I'm not quite sure what tier they come in because it's not mentioned here. Um, I think that's with the tier four. Okay, so again, which that the fans have been printing them out for years, and you can still mm-hmm. buy them on eBay. So that's not really a, a necessary thing. If it comes in tier four, yeah, it's all fair and good. Oh no, I did see some grumbles. With the inclusion of a Lost World figure here instead of something from Jurassic, could they have done the Hammond Collection Brachiosaur here with this instead of the T-Rex and still have as many people go after it? I don't don't know because that Brachiosaur's got its own issues with people that have bought five <laughs> of the Legacy one <laughs> and now <laughs> now all of a sudden they've got to buy pay uh, twice as much for the for the Hammond Collection Brachiosaur and display it. Um, yeah, I I thought I've seen something. Yesterday, when I was going over this, that uh, it had been opened up to international members, so or like international fans. So I wonder if they've seen the writing on the wall. We're not going to get to the five thousand open it up. Let's just open it internationally and see if we can get there, mm-hmm. just to at least get the oh. gates and the explorer out. I just read at the bottom here. It says early funding bonus if we reach five thousand backers in the first two weeks by July 11. Everyone, including international fans, receives a set of six Jurassic Park paddock signs. So oh, that's okay. not happening now. No. <laughs> Unfortunately. 20 inches high, those gates. 20 inches wide, 22 inches wide. Yeah, so that's, I mean, these are almost two feet yeah. across. <laughs> Which is a shame. I, I think I was going to mention when we're looking at the, the hints that something was coming. Apart from. A small ornament for a fishbowl, uh, maybe something from Funko or uh, or the original 
uh, command centre gates. We haven't really had a lot of love for the Jurassic gates in the franchise in toy form uh, or collectible form. Yeah, they're big, but it's got a sort of scale with the Explorer and the Jeeps that we've got, so... Um, I'd pay the 250 bucks just to get the gates, really. That Lego that Lego set was up around that price. Um, and they weren't really... Well, they're probably as good as Lego could be in having the trapezoidal shape, but uh, you had all the minifigs as well that come with that. But yeah. well, I think if you're on the fence, if you're a fan on the fence about it, I think <laughs> show your support because, as you said, this doesn't go ahead. This could have been, this could be the cornerstone or the stepping stone to a visitor centre in an RV, um, a Raptor enclosure, you name it, any of them sort of bigger sets that um, they wouldn't want to throw out a million products straight away in a mass release. They want to go the crowd, the crowdfunding route. Uh, this is going to pump the brakes on that real quick. Mm-hmm. Fifteen years ago, John Hammond had a dream. Like John himself, the dream was grand, it was outsized, it was bold, it was impractical, it was not to be. Well, half an hour from now, John Hammond's dream, reimagined, will come true. Looking at uh, some more of the uh, Jurassic 30 celebrations, um, uh, limited, limited Run Games is releasing, or re-releasing a couple of the original Jurassic games uh, on... Um, it did say here somewhere. I know it's on PlayStation, PlayStation 4 and 5, uh, Xbox, and the Switch, I think. Uh, costs about 30 bucks for it. Um, so you actually get the physical game, or hard case that's got the games in it. Um, not quite sure how that works. I haven't bought a new game for a while that wasn't on Steam, so <laughs> uh, which, unfortunately, I don't think it's getting. But I'll, I've got these games on like, Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. and that I haven't played since I got the Super Nintendo back, but... I do have a couple of these games. Uh, if I if I want to play a Jurassic Park game, I'll just go back to Trespass. <laughs> uh, Dave, how's your retro gaming? Uh, you got a Super mm-hmm. Nintendo under the under the bed somewhere? I never really played those games, so I'm not really sure what to expect from these. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling though that Universal is kind of counting on that. Because, I mean, they're targeting the Jurassic World arcades you've never played SNES. And then bait nostalgia baiting us older fans with it. So I think they're kind of double dipping with uh, the target demographic here. Mm. I, that's, I've heard some people complaining about it. But, I mean, at this point, the fandom is, like I said, starting yeah. to get <laughs> kind of whiny. Yeah, I, most of the complaints I've seen is just the fact that you're only getting two games when there's probably been a dozen uh vintage games just for the Nintendo Super Nintendo Game Boy um, yeah and there's only two of them here which I'm I'm not a I'm not a I won't say gamer I'm not in game production I don't know what it actually takes to take those original games and they're certainly not being upscaled in uh, image quality they're still six, a 16-bit and 8-bit games uh, but that's got to be spread out to be able to be played on flat screens all that sort of stuff Mm-hmm. I know there's been a lot of issues with the old Super Nintendos and Nintendos and that going from the, the tube TVs into flat screens, just issues, letterboxing, all that sort of stuff. So all that work's yeah. got to be done behind the scenes. Uh, and also, if 
they want to try it with a couple of games, throw it out there and see how well it does. If it sells well, then maybe there'll be something else in the future. Um. <laughs> I mean, the other stuff you also have to consider is you also have to retrofit the actual hardware because I'm mean, do do modern TVs even contain the necessary plugging plugins for like an old game like that? <laughs> well. Your Nintendo, and I'm thinking your Super Nintendo too, all runs through your your TV antenna plug. Still, there's no <laughs> there's no SV ports. There's no um, exactly. HDMI. Like, do TVs even have an antenna plug anymore? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't even looked on mine to be honest. I've never had to. I haven't had to use one in years. Yeah, yeah. Well, once yeah. once analog yeah. TV got cut off here, and yeah, she's all been digital. But yeah, I know they they did make the newer the the SNES Mini and some of the newer um, newer versions of the consoles that like they did have HDMI on the back, but uh, I don't think Jurassic was in any of the game suites that come with them. So yeah, I don't know. It's not really something <laughs> I need need to get, but I, I hope it does well. So uh, maybe. Well, no, I played the uh, the Lost World and Game Boy the other day and. I don't really need to play that on a big screen. It's it's pretty, but like all these games, they're pretty basic. Uh, nothing. Yeah. I'd imagine someone today, after playing, doing the playthrough of Evolution, for example, with uh, all the stuff that uh, is contained in those games, and then going back to the SNS game and thinking, oh, there's only six levels. Um, they're only five minutes long, and you got to work out how not to run out of ammo, otherwise the Raptors get you. <laughs> just takes me back to back to the future you have to use your hands that's a baby's toy <laughs> <laughs> from the young hobbit frodo um moving on uh something else i did not see coming uh jurassic park and transformers is crossing over once again we had the breakout t-rex off the megatron beast wars megatron kingdom mold and a new mold for the explorer in that set which uh was pretty pricey now we've got uh Dilophosaur and Jeep 12, um, which transforms into a rather weird-looking Dennis Nedry with hard hat. <laughs> uh, Dave, I don't. You didn't pick up the Breakout T-Rex set, did you? I did not. No. And this one, I'm honestly kind of even less interested in buying. It kind of proves exactly why Hasbro does not deserve the Jurassic Park license. <laughs> It's got screw hole holes all over the dinosaur. I mean, right directly in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, damn it, Hasbro, this is why you lost it in the first place. Yeah. You've, uh, you haven't learned from your, your mistakes one bit. <laughs> no. And making all new ones. Yeah, and it's 74 bucks too. I remember the breakout set went up on Amazon for pre-order for 91 I think it was, which for a Voyager and a um, deluxe figure... Wasn't too bad a price, but then a week before, or a couple of weeks before it was meant to be released, uh, they can't just went out and cancelled everyone's pre-orders because they buggered the price up and it went to 180, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> Again, here two deluxes. They should be 15 bucks each, uh, plus the uh, the new paint limited edition factor. They're still overpriced, so. I might keep an eye out, but yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not running off to get this <laughs> anytime soon. Um, 
you have to speak to this, Dave, because I'm haven't really collected any of the captive stuff. Uh, they've got the big hatching mega eggs, all the captive stuff with your little figures. Um, mm -hmm. They're releasing for the 30th anniversary a, I'll say a pop-up visitor center, which must go into the, one of them big eggs <laughs> with mm -hmm. uh, a little sort of chibi versions of the explorers out front. This looks fantastic. I just. I don't want to have to buy 20 eggs to find one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind, of, that's kind of what they're counting on, too. Honestly, I mean, I'm not a big captives collector. I was kind of just in it for the Pyroraptor, but this is kind of cool. It kind of reminds me of the paper pop-ups that they had for the um, first two movies. Hmm. Yeah, it also makes me wonder why, why fans haven't, or well, they probably have, I just haven't seen it. On social media, of course. Uh, doing sort of pop-up uh, dioramas to have in the background for your, your explorers that we're starting to get near. Um, not quite sure how big a game it comes in a captive egg. Uh, <laughs> so this this may be... You might be able to park your matchbox cars in front of it. That might be about it. Or it might be a bit small, but... Force Perspective can help you, help you out there if you're taking photos. Um, True. Yeah. So I just thought that was a nice little... Thing to look at and still hoping we get a big a big one <laughs> um i'm a little bit of a traveler david i don't know how much of a traveler you are for uh, most of the year but um again for the 30th anniversary um bioworld okay, yeah, bioworld's bioworld store is releasing some uh drastic themed travel gear uh your neck Neck pillow or court goes around your horseshoe, goes around the neck for when you're flying. Flight pillow, uh, Jurassic Park mask, a set of uh, night vision goggles that are actually a night face mask, eye mask, um, and an amber. Looks like a bean bag. What is that? Uh, that looks like a, like a little traveling bag that stores the stuff in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, no price here. Clicking on the Amazon ad while I'm recording isn't going to be helpful, so it's currently unavailable, so that's sold out, obviously, uh, oh. without telling me how much it originally was. Anyway, this uh, this is one of the things that come out towards the start of Jurassic June, so of course, by July, it'd be sold out. Uh, but if it was still available, Dave, would this be something you'd want to throw on top of your suitcase? Honestly, Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't travel on planes too much, but it'd still be, like, a really fun thing just to have. <laughs> well, not to um, conspiracy theory or anything else, I do feel that the Jurassic Park face mask is probably about two years too late. Um, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure people were making their own or whatever during the height of COVID, but... Um, they were. I had yeah. one. Okay, okay, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people are still are still choosing to wear masks now in public, and, that, and that's all fine. So if you never had a Jurassic Park one to start with, uh, especially on a plane, you've got one now. I like the, the, the night vision goggles <laughs> for for uh, your eye coverings there is fantastic too. So, yeah, for 20 25 bucks, this would be a, uh, it would have been a great little thing to have. Unfortunately, it does look fun, yeah. Yeah, hopefully it comes back. <laughs> they might be able to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about the face mask policies on planes still, because it seems seems like something that you would think that oh they're probably not doing that still, but then yeah they're still doing that. 
I think only recently my local hospital stopped doing um, stopped doing the, uh, the mask mandate. Yeah, right, yeah, because yeah, I went into my local medical center a week ago or before I went on holidays, and same thing, they got the, the things up everywhere, the signs up saying you have to be masked in here in this medical center, but they do have a box on the on the uh, on the counter of masks because it's the only place I know of now that still mandates you have to you have to wear them so um, yeah we're still <laughs> we're still stuck in that era um, that's not the one I wanted uh, we mentioned it earlier uh, I know we've seen some photos of this when it was announced the uh, the Hammond collection Brachiosaurus it's been a month David any new feelings on this uh, You've got a couple of the legacy ones, haven't you? Or one of them? Uh, yeah, I do have one of the legacy ones. I still probably won't pick this up just because I'm being pickier now because of space. Yep. But it does look cool. Yep. I do like it, Pat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some great photography here too by, uh, by Collect Jurassic. Lastly, uh, it had been announced that we're getting a 30th anniversary re-release of Jurassic Park. Uh, it has gone up on Amazon a while ago now for $35. David, did you pick this up? Or has it not been um, released yet? It is not been... Well, it's been released, but I think it was a pre-order. And no, ah, I'm not okay. going to pick this up. It doesn't have anything new about it. I mean, it has like Jurassic World era renders on this artwork and some artwork we've had out before and some fake film cell replica that's really just a cropped image of the blu-ray <laughs> yeah we I, I remember last time we did mention how much effort universal seemed to have put into this set <laughs> ah that's a shame it's a shame but uh yeah looking back on jurassic 30 now i think the best stuff that's come out of it is some of that the niche smaller companies have been making like the travel pillows uh some of the the outfits the clothing um some of that stuff on the universal side of things <laughs> yeah this dvd box set uh i can't remember much more which probably isn't a good thing maybe a couple <laughs> maybe maybe a couple of uh well i'm sure if it went back to theaters that would have been individual theater chains deciding to do that yeah but that's it for the news for june july uh david i don't think there's anything else to discuss we sort of went a bit longer than normal on this one and uh i think we covered some great stuff yeah, I think so. Yep. So, again, head over to dress-peter.com and uh, check it out the forums there. Sign up. Um, save it in your browser, on your phone, whatever else. So you don't have to... Even, I'm pretty sure you can uh, create a shortcut and paste it onto your, your phone screen there, just like it's an app anyway, so you can go straight to it. So, um, do that. Stuff social media. <laughs> uh, and uh, we'll be back next with uh, another Fallen Kingdom Minute. All right, sounds good.